All right. Well, welcome back to Kicking In With The Hicks, episode four. Uh, we literally talked for like 12 minutes. We already tried shooting this episode, and we lost connection. Yay! Yay, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> Let's let's start off with the questions again. All right. Well, we got two questions. We tried to do a Q and A. I mean, not a lot of people ask questions. So, uh, Mason he used to be in Truck Talks. Asked your take on music and how did it get you to the point you're currently at? And which he's pretty much saying, how did you involve yourself on music and why do you love? Like, how do you feel about music? And how do you feel it got you to where you are today? How did, you know, how did it turn you into the character you are now? Which, ever since I was shitting in diapers, I always involved music. I was always jamming out to Eminem and just all those classic hip-hop rappers. And... um. And there was an each genre for the type of mood I was in. I, I'm always listening to music, always have been. I mean, I absolutely love music. It has helped me through a lot. Um, and I really think that music has really got me to the character that I am today. It really is most of my personality. Oh, for sure. No doubt about it. Oh, for sure. Like, for me, I've always listened to music. It didn't matter what we were doing. We always had music going on. Like, Sunday mornings, we would always have music kind of playing in the background while we did our chores and stuff like that. My dad would always turn on country music when he was uh, vacuuming the house and stuff like that. And it was like, like when you were a kid, you just kind of wanted to do what you wanted to do. And it was annoying. But as you grow up, you're like, yeah, I like music. It, music is awesome. I, it yeah. soothes you. It helps you focus. Like when I'm pissed off, I listen to freaking ball with the ball, the bang, the bang, diggity, whatever that freaking song is. It When he screams, I'm Kid Rock, and the beat drops, it makes me want to go freaking punch a midget. Go freaking punch the trees. Yeah. For me, it was always, you know, Five Finger Death Punch, Avenge Sevenfold, ACDC, AC Guns and Roses. Workout music. <laughs> For me, it was always Eminem, especially uh, his song Till I Collapse. I always used to work that out. Freaking that freaking song. Was in real steel. <laughs> That's what yeah. I remember. I my babysitter when I was younger. She knew I freaking liked uh, Eminem, so she bought me the show, and it had how uh, that till I collapse, and just a bunch of other classics. And I'm like, okay. 
I like this. But nothing will ever beat Kurt Gall by Eminem. Mm. It's a classic album. No. Uh, um, we have a. Oh, good God. question. So, this is by a girl named Cherish. And she asks, if your wife dies during childbirth, can you press charges on the child? What it, like? What are you going to do to the freaking child? Drag it to court and be like, you know what you did, you some bitch. You know what you did, you little shit. Fess like, up. Like when it freaking gets out of the womb, it can barely even open its goddamn eyes. It's not like... He's in the freaking womb planning attacks. Yeah, you know what, dude. And then a terrorist attack. Good lord. Just flops out of the freaking womb and just starts shooting it's up the, the place. Stup- that's one of the most stupid questions I've ever heard. It's thought provoking and it pisses <laughs> me off. <laughs> But yeah, we're really not going to get into much detail on that question because it's yeah, it, idiotic. Pointless. It's a good. But. And if you do think that. Uh, if you have something you know, to do. That you can press charges on a child if anything goes wrong with childbirth and your wife dies, go back to school. Or just stay inside. Don't go outside. Don't socialize. But with on our next order of business, uh, today, <sighs> if you follow Up Church or if you've never heard of Up Church, Up Church is the country rap artist me and Braden really like, and we do reviews on them and stuff like that. We talked about them in the previous episodes. Episode. Uh, but Up Church put on a story, and some stuck out, and it. A documentary? I don't even want to call it a documentary. It's a... It's a documentary saying... So you call dude, it a documentary. I don't know what else to call it. That's the thing. It's that bad. Yeah, a dumb shit video. Idiotic. And so I... When Upchurch says something like that, it kind of piques my interest. I want to, I want to hear my insight on it. I want to put my two cents onto the video to see if it's any good or not. Upchurch was just as confused as I was. Like, who are these people? How do they exist? What is going on here? And so we were just kind of me and Braden. Braden was listening in on it while I watched it, and there was dates mixed up there was everything everything was wrong with this that could be wrong with this video was wrong and the albums Mm. that you put out like they said that certain albums were before other albums and we're like why didn't you talk about the albums that made him famous (coughs) and what what did they call bad motherfucker they said it like that, and it. These people are like 
Bad These people are like hot lizards. They are annoying as hell. These people are lot lizards and Yeah, their voices were like let, nails let on a dis- chalkboard. Imagine Granger Smith with uh more inbred. And then you have freaking trailer park Tammy in there who asked Inbred Granger Smith was like, So have you ever heard of Up Church? You know, I, I think I have. Yeah, we clicked on this video for a reason. It has Up Church. About Up Church. Like, I want to hear what this documentary is and how you got involved with Up Church. And it was yeah. oh it was garbage. I I can't wrap my head around it. It's that stupid. And so, it, just that whole video is dumb. Don't go look up Up Church Uprising. You'll go through 10 it's minutes trapped. worth of their advertisements on it. And don't even, at the beginning of the video too, they're like, if you're a, you are now entering a redneck area, you will encounter guns, the American flag, the Lord's Prayer, Leonard Skinner, and chewing tobacco. It was just like the, it, was it made me so be ashamed of who I am just hearing that. Like it made me ashamed like, to be a redneck. Why? Why? Are, why? But if you guys want a good laugh, I'd go watch it. If you don't go into it as a factual, or uh, go watch uh, truck talks instead. Yeah, go, watch, go look video. at Braden's new video. Did everlasting country? Yeah, yeah. And if you ever find backwoods entertainment, you just click off. Piss off, dude! I just gave you a shameless plug. <laughs> no, but serious. I mean. Go, if you haven't yet, go subscribe to those channels. You know you want to. Why would you be at this podcast listening us to us ramble? The temptation is real. Treat yourself a little bit. Go, go get a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. Just, just go treat your ears. You deserve it. Just lay back. Relax. Go get, get a, a nice cold course. <laughs> <laughs> so uh are you wanting to I want to move talk on more about it or move on to our next stop I want to move on what? I don't want to hurt I don't want to be right. dumb anymore well that's not going to change but <sighs> so um so right after, this is a news report. So right after the POTUSes or POTUSes briefing or whatever, uh, Jeff Mason removed his mask as soon as he thought the cameras were off. And every one of them, like every one of the people that were standing by him started huddling together. 
and right after squawking to the world about the need for social, for social distancing, he took nope. off his face mask. Yep. Nope. And it, it honestly just makes people think that it was the whole time just to get people inside to be more sick and for economies to start rising up and just all the Our economy to fail. How, Dude, it's how do you so feel about it? Stupid. Like, you can't go outside your house for a month because this coronavirus is running rapid. But doctors who have done the research and actually looked at it, these are high class doctors who looked at this and was like, you know, this is freaking dumb. Like, why? Why would you? It's no worse than the common flu, and that's what I'm. I've always said it's no worse than the common flu. We need to open up our country again to get us back on our feet. And if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Trump. Well, yeah, but also health officials are saying coronavirus may never go away, and it could be come endemic like yeah, HIV. Whatever, dude. It it's all politics now. There's no sense of sheltering us I'm not even going to freaking bullcrap with you right now I freaking I guarantee you I've had it I was so sick the freaking this last winter right before Christmas and I was just dog sick I've never been as sick as I was yep in it, uh, yeah, I honestly feel like it's been on this planet for much longer. If it goes on longer, it's been pointless. Well, when I read that article, I was kind of thinking. I mean, we've pretty much controlled HIV at this point, and if we can control an endemic like HIV, then over time, we can control the coronavirus. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's pretty... Oh, man, I don't know. Stuff like that that just pisses me off. I. It's going to be like HIV yep. or whatever. Whatever, man. It's... I wouldn't get your hopes up. Yeah, and... Other news, uh, the Kushner team fires back after Hillary Clinton attacks the president's son-in-law for comments on the election date. Uh, This was a tweet that Hillary Clinton put on her Twitter, and I quote, I can't believe I have to write this sentence, but the president's son-in-law doesn't get to decide the election year. What a bitchy thing to say. She should be in jail. She killed Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. She killed American soldiers in Benghazi. I don't. I the list goes on. She has no freaking say. To... Well, she's just pissed off that uh, the people that she hired to put votes in 
didn't get enough in turn oh, one. It's all wiping her ass on her hoop. She's yeah. so crooked she couldn't freaking look at a crack in the sidewalk and think it was straight. She's that bad. She looks at an arrow and's like, <laughs> dang, that's pretty bad. Straight. Damn, I wish I wasn't crooked like good God. Like, seriously, your husband in the White House got sucked off by Monica Lewinsky multiple times and then resigned. And got impeached. Or he resigned, I think. Yeah. Like, Hillary. Yeah, you saw how good Bill did. Bill? Who says that Hillary's going to do any better? took American jobs and sent them to freaking China. Like, who? Yep. You're not American if that... No. Fuck that, dude. I'm That shit pisses me off. Like, seriously, you're going to freaking... Hillary, her husband, that whole freaking group of people just are ignorant, have no freaking faith, no nothing. They're just garbage ass people. Yep. It's freaking ridiculous, man. And it I hate to see the country that I love so much go to shit. Well, me too, dude. It's terrible. Now, I got a, another story here. Uh, this one is kind of fucked. Now, let's see here. So, there was a mom and four adopted children, and her husband. Uh, so, the mother's name is Patricia Diane Heiler. And her husband's name mm-hmm. is Tommy Heiler. And she, the mother is 47 years old. They all live in Pace, Florida. And she has four mm-hmm. adopted children. Well, <laughs> oh, dude, get this. Uh, she was arrested Thursday afternoon. Um, Hang on. Okay, so she was arrested Thursday afternoon, and it was because one kid texted, uh, one of the kids texted a witness, and she called the authorities because she was beating her 14-year-old son with a dog leash, chipping his teeth with pliers, starving him, forcing him to sleep on a dirty concrete floor, and washing him in the front yard with a hose as he stood naked because he was a redhead. Okay, that shit pisses me off. You are not fit. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the mother would allegedly wait for her husband to leave for work before uh, the abuse began, and she warned her children not to tell, or she would kill them. See, uh, yeah, the mom beat adopted son for two years with dog chain, chipped teeth with pliers because she didn't like redheads. Then why? That was the reason. The kid was 14 years old. Then why adopt a child? If you're that 
That's exactly what I thought. Why adopt a child if you didn't like his hair color? Like. And. Um. So, yeah, one kid texted the witness about the abuse. Apparently, all four kids were being abused, but one of the 14-year-old kids was, like, just the one was targeted the most. And so, yeah. Um, she was arrested Thursday afternoon and charged with uh, aggravated child abuse. She is currently being held in Rosa County Jail. The, the arrest report states that Patricia struck her four kids with pieces of wood, baseball bats, and miscellaneous items around the residence. That That's garbage, dude. It, yeah. I just watched the show on Netflix, and it was terrible. This kid... He died during the abuse. It was that bad. He died during the abuse. And Mm. I can't remember his name. I watched it a while ago. But they beat him so severely that when he showed up to school, like this kid was like six or seven years old. And they shoved him into this. Okay, so the reason being why he was getting beat is because his mom wanted to abort him because she accidentally got pregnant. And so she wanted to get an abortion. But her uncle or her brother was like, no, don't abort it. I'll take care of it. I Just keep the child. And so she threw a pissy fit and whatever and she kept the child and sent it to the uncle and so the uncle was a homosexual and so the mother thought like he lived with that uncle for like I don't know how long and he uh, Mm. he, he I think he killed himself I'm not don't quote me on it just he something happened and he went to live with his grandparents. Well, his grandparents were getting too old to take care of him. And so he went with his mom and his mom would just be ruthless to this child. They locked him into like a cabinet underneath the sink kind of deal. That small cabinet where the pipes are, it was like that. And they would throw him bread like once a week and stuff like that. And it was it, it pissed me off so much that I couldn't sleep. I freaking just, it made me think, like, who in their right mind would do that to a child? Well, it goes back to our previous episode where we were talking about, you know, like the maniacs and the serial killers and stuff like that. And you just wonder what the hell was going through their minds that would make them want to do that kind of stuff, like causing and actions. This child, he didn't do anything wrong. He was a happy kid. He'd do the normal kid stuff, like you'd break the occasional vase and stuff like that. But what kid didn't? He he was being a kid yeah. would be a kid. 
boy will be a boy. And the whole reason why he was getting beat is because his parents thought he was going to be homosexual. Now, that's no reason to get beat. That there's no. That's not... Like, I don't agree with homosexuality. But even then, I would never beat my child for it. Yeah. It, it's just so impulsive and garbage because... Who does that? Well, this took her kids out of school and started homeschooling after the abuse started. And she told them not to snitch on her. And if they did and they were taken away, she would find them and kill them. And this went off for two years. Yeah, and that's what's. And that's what pisses me off too it's like you're seriously going to threaten your children because they are scared for their life well not only that I mean they must have already gone through a hard life if they were adopted yeah their previous parent didn't want them yep And, and, um, and deputies charges are pending as the search goes on. However, her Tommy is not to be charged because it would always she would always abuse them after he would leave to go to work. Yeah, but wouldn't you think, as a father coming home from work and seeing your child beat to death? With chipped teeth and bruises. Wouldn't that raise a red flag in your eyes? Yep, that's what I was thinking too. It's a double standard. It's one of those things where it's like both parties are guilty. Yep. Yeah. The father didn't touch the children, but he could have put a stop to it. And he didn't. Yeah, and again... Expected some changes in his children's behaviors, or you know, see the bruises and stuff like that, because she was hitting them with pieces of wood, bats, and other miscellaneous items uh, around the house. So you would have expected him to see, you know, the cuts and bruises that this woman was given to him. All because he didn't yeah, like there's... the color of the kid's hair. It, see, that's even ridiculous, dude. Like, because you don't like your children's hair color, you're going to beat the living shit out of it? Don't adopt. Exactly. It's like, it goes back to that uh, book a boy called it. Yep. That, oh man, dude, that book is so sad. Like, just, I don't see why people can do that to their children. Well, it goes back to what I said in our previous podcast that nowadays there's just bad parenting. Again, not all 
it's oh yeah, it's getting worse and worse every year. I mean, just more and more parents are giving up or just not giving a shit and just getting ruthless. Well, it also goes back to their home life, too. Exactly. I mean, it, it's just terrible. I That's all I can say. It's terrible, yep. man. It really is. It, it makes me sick. I just, I can't see why people would do that. I don't know either. But I just kind of wanted to talk about it because I really wanted to see what you thought about it because, I mean, while I was writing it down, it made me sick to my stomach just writing the words down that someone would do that. Especially to do it to someone at such a young age. It's terrible. You're, de- yeah, you're dude, destroying their 14. childhood. You see all these other kids around them. They're talking about like, yeah, we went on vacation and stuff like that. While these kids have nothing but abuse. Yeah. Dude. And most of the time when kids are abused and- at such a young age and everything, when they grow up and they be parents, they turn into their parents. Yeah, and I guarantee you those kids are going to be ripped away from CPS so freaking fast. Oh, yeah. It's people like that in society that agitate the living. Oh, yeah, too. Who does that to a child? I don't know, but if you know someone who's getting abused, abused or... Stuff like that. Call I someone it as fast as you can. Go tell deputy sheriffs or whatever. Get get your word out because it might save someone's life, or even your life if it's happening to you. Yeah, if it's happening to you, go and yep. tell someone. No one's going to be mad at you. No one's going to judge you for protecting yourself. No. And if you, if it is happening to you and you go to school or something, tell a teacher, tell the principal, tell another student. Go tell someone you trust. It's just, it's just cruel. It's cruel. It's, it's unimaginable. Yeah. But let's get on to our next topic. Let's see what you had written down. That was it. <laughs> all right. All right. Very well, fast. All right. Well, since uh, we're kind of on the topic of politics and stuff like that, um, my dad, we were talking today, and he was he's watched this documentary about it's JFK to 9-11, mm-hmm. and it's 
all the government conspiracy theories and stuff like that. But one of his buddies at work kind of brings up a good yeah. point. And he said, is Michelle Obama really a man? Now, I'm not trying to be joking around with this, but is she really a man? Because Obama went through a program in Yale that one of the initiation processes is a homosexual. Oh, dear. And when you see, when you watch interviews with Obama, he calls Michelle Michael. So, and there's been pantsuit pictures with a freaking big old dick in her pants, so I don't know, man. It's just something thought-provoking. <laughs> and I don't know, man. <laughs> just stuff I like that. About this. Just like, really? Like, I... What? I never heard about it or anything. Yeah, dude, it's it's freaking Jesus. huge. Like, Alex Jones actually got taken off of all the social media platforms because he spoke out on this situation. Alex Jones is a crazy motherfucker. But he does bring up some good points, and you can, yeah. you can vouch for that. I mean, I've listened to him once in a while, and he does bring what? pretty good points to his argument. Uh, I think the one that pissed people off the most was uh, was Sandy Hook and Inside Job, or a hoax. Yeah. Stuff like that, dude. It just, I don't like the lies and stuff like that. I mean, neither. I don't like the lies in the government. Yeah. I don't like shit like that. It pisses me off. Well, yeah, it goes back to like Jeff eight. Mason taking his mask off. I mean, it just really brings up questions of is it just the government trying to lie to us to keep us inside for some reason? I mean, what? Who? I mean, why? Why lie to the American people? We built this country so you can corrupt it? I don't think so, bud. I don't think so, Tim. But, yeah, it's crazy if you think, if you actually go and look at uh, fucking interviews and stuff like that and, like, places where he talks to Michelle, he calls him Michael. Mm. And it's That's like, weird. what the hell? Never know. Maybe that's just Michelle's cute little nickname. We may never know. Episode 5, we're going to be uh, interviewing Obama himself. 
we want to hear his take on it. We want to hear his take on it. (laughs) We're going to talk to uh, Hillary Clinton to see if Epstein actually did kill himself. So stay tuned to that. Epstein. Epstein, whatever his name is. I've heard it both ways. It's like McDonald's, have it your way. What is that, like another one of freaking Frankenstein's monsters? Epstein? Yeah. Sounds like a German cuss word. But that does bring up another point. Do you think Epstein killed himself? Let me hear your I mean, thoughts. You've on this. seen the freaking memes going around because everyone knows that the people that think that Epson actually did kill himself is retarded. <laughs> and oh, there was facts to bring up that, you know, it was in fact a murder and there was evidence to prove it and it wasn't just a freaking suicide. It goes back to, you know, uh, Kurt Cobain. It's okay. How do you kill yourself in a freaking highly surveillanced area, highly surveillance cell? Cell. Good lord, I just went Saw really you. southern. Cell. Salary. Salary. <laughs> but. How do you go from being locked in a cell with full surveillance with anything and everything? Uh, how do you go and highly guarded too? How do you kill yourself? Good question. Because he's stripped of his rights. He, he's stripped of his rights. He's stripped of everything. Mm. So, I mean... How? <laughs> I just how. There's no possible way, unless someone on the inside killed. And him. you were uh, thinking it was Hillary. Oh, dude! People, I guarantee you, it was Hillary. Because when we were in Benghazi, when those U.S. soldiers died, when the terrorists raided the embassy. Everyone was saying, Hillary, we need a freaking... We need to pull the court. We need to go in. She's like, no, no, no. And she fell asleep. She didn't answer her phone. And then all of a sudden, freaking terrorist attack on the U.S. embassy. Like, what the... Who are you? You killed American people. Dumbass, freaking pisses me off. Yeah, it is. I'm so glad she wasn't elected for president because she would turn this country to hell. She would do exactly what Bill, like how Bill was. Except she would get her dick sucked off in the middle of freaking (laughs) the office. Probably be Biden the one that's doing it. Sucks on. Oh, he already dude, sucks freaking on freaking children's disgusting. cheeks. I'm sure he'd love to freaking 
get on some Hillary poop thing. Two on. Good. Two on the Hillary beef curtain. Good God. Ah. <laughs> uh, freaking. That's. If you want to vote for Biden, someone who's has dementia and just rambles at his freaking uh, campaign rallies. Who who are you? <laughs> Please explain why you want to I really doubt to any Biden voters are going to be listening to this podcast, but vote for Trump. Make the smart decision. Don't be the swamp. Because it's people like him who are just garbage ass people. And coronavirus is, we've already been over that plenty of times. I don't think we need to bring it up. Uh, I mean, we said that we were going to say ghost stories in uh, the last episode, but we never really talked about it. Okay, got so you want to tell some dumbass stories? We got well, it all started See, talking about, uh, about me and the history of, like, the conjuring and stuff like that. So you started way to go. Yeah. So, and here's the thing about me and Braden. We love politics and we love history. And that's just something we find interesting. And we, we, uh, we acknowledge ourselves and we put this information in front of us. So we're prepared and we know what to defend ourselves with. Like today, that freaking retard with the, on Facebook, it was like, I put a picture on my Facebook that said, uh, this flag is to offend. This is my heritage. And whatever. it says, it's a Confederate uh, flag in it. I put I, this flag on here to offend the uh, ignorant people. Ignorant people. And it was a uh, Confederate flag. And this dude, he commenting, commented effing trash. And I'm like, okay. And Braden saw that and he freaking full on sick them. And it was well. pretty funny. Be stupid, and you're going to look stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't try to challenge us on Facebook. It won't end well for you. Your point (laughs) won't get across very well. It, but... Let's tell some freaking funny stories, man. Let's lighten the mood. God damn it, Orn. All right, we'll do funny, and then we'll do ghost or something. I don't know. We usually wing it. We'll figure it out. We'll keep y'all at home listening or in your car or on the shitter. We'll keep you entertained. We'll keep you entertained. Jinx, you on oh, me, shoulder. Shit.
But what are some funny stories? Oh, man. So, oh, man, where should – I think I'm going to start out with the bonfire Wait, story. which one? Uh, this one pisses you off a lot. <laughs> so, it was me, Brayden, and our buddy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's about – we just had gotten off work. We had just gotten off work, and we're like, okay, let's go have a bonfire. And so we're like, okay, so we go to Walmart, we load our pallets up, and we drive out to our bonfire spot, or our old one. And uh, they're like, some, we needed drinks or something, but me and Neto left. And Braden had his dog, Dodger, with him because he had to yep. babysit the dog. And so we were, we were kind of, we drove to Maverick and we drove back and, uh, before that we heard it. A cow being bald. We're like, what the hell? And we heard it. It was freaking screaming for its life and stuff like that. We're like, what the hell is that? And then we heard barking and we're like, uh, what's going on? So we kind of settled down and we're like, okay, we just hunkered in. And, uh. That's we, when uh, you and Neto had the bright idea to Neto, go get drinks. Go get drinks. Well, it was Neto and he didn't want to drive his truck for whatever reason. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll drive. And so. We drove to Maverick, got our drinks, came back, and all we know is we don't see you. We're like, what the hell? Where's Braden at? And so we get out the truck, and you're like, stay in your fucking truck. And we're like, what's happening? So you leave Dodger. Didn't you leave Dodger in Neto's truck, and you jumped into my Uh truck and explained what was happening? And we heard coyotes. And we're like, man, they're in the distance. But the cow got closer to us, and it kept on getting mauled. And we're like, what is going on? So we're like, whatever. It, it's it's cool. And so we continued to have our bonfire, and the we were getting circled it, by the it, pack. No, I was. No, and then you were, and then Dodger kept on barking while we were gone. And uh, when we came back, we continued to have our bonfire. We threw on a couple more pallets, and the dogs kept on getting closer to us. Oh, yeah, I know. I remember very well because I was all alone, and I was just sitting in the bed of the truck. And, like, we knew that there were coyotes around. And so... I could hear, like, you know, the panting and stuff like that. And I could hear him walking around. I shined my light out, and all I saw was two eyes. So I threw Dodger in the truck. I hopped in with him. And I could tell they were because the ridge on Dodger stood up, and he started growling. And so I put my hand on, like, I shut Dodger's mouth, 
and I put his head down and I put my hand over his eyes so he couldn't see anything because then I didn't want him freaking drawing the coyotes closer. Well, you got to freaking explain what happened before you jumped into Neto's truck. Neto had the smart oh, idea to lock Dude, I thought that all door. doors were locked. I was like, I'm fucked, I'm fucked, I'm fucked. And I tried the passenger and it unlocked and I hurried and grabbed Audrey. I threw him in there and I jumped in and I locked the door because I fucking, I don't know. Like the coyote was just going to walk up and open the door and get us. But it was it was scary, man. I mean, catch me inside. You got a whole oh, no. ruthless coyotes that don't give a oh, shit no. about your well being. Well, too, we always carry guns in our truck, and this was so the one all night we had was like this freaking metal bar in the freaking back of Neto's truck. <laughs> yeah, we had our freaking. I don't want to say the words that we call them. But, yeah, I'm not going to freaking be labeled a racist for calling them what we call them. But, just freaking, that was insane. And then, uh, we've had a couple other crazy bonfires, but I... Well, here's a freaking bonfire story. I freaking... So, our buddy Hunter came back into town. And this is when you had... When you broke your phone, so Uh I couldn't get a hold of you. But everyone was having a bonfire. And so, we went out to our spot, our new spot, which is ten times better than our old spot. And we we were having our bonfire. We loaded up pallets, got everything out there and they're like, Orin, do you have a gas can? I'm like, Oh yeah, I have a gas can. It was a super nice gas can. It was metal, but it had a leak on it. The tank, the nozzle leaked real bad because of, uh, the seal had broken on the inside. So it was this old badass gas can. And so they're like, Orn, dump some more gas on it. I'm like, all right, whatever. We need more gas. We need more gas. And so I take the gas can and I start shaking it. And the fire traveled up through like the gas that was getting poured on. And it caught the gas tank on fire. So I was trying to kick the can away from it, but the can caught on fire. And so my freaking hand was on fire. I'm like, shit, my hand's on fire. And everyone's like, why'd you do that? I'm like, you freaking made me pour more gas on it, you retard. Freaking good God, dude. The story would have been funnier if I was invited. Oh, yeah, you'd be like, what the hell, (laughs) freaking dumbass. What? No. I mean, you are a dumbass. <laughs> I'm aware. Hey, how about you go... <laughs> Let's... T- <laughs> Good God, dude. And stories like that brings me back oh, to when we were God. working at Truck Wash. We've had... We've had oh, some yeah. Truck Wash, dude. 
<laughs> How about you tell a story? <sighs> Which one? <laughs> Who is your favorite dumbass? Probably freaking Trevor. If you guys ever seen <laughs> Duck Dynasty, he sounded like Mountain Dude. Man. Oh man. <laughs> he, he, he talked so slow. It it was so bad. He he'd be like, Hey You, you need to work here? on your side, kind of buckweed. He'd always say buckweed like an insult. Like hey dipshit, he would say it in that sense. It took him about five minutes to say a paragraph of sentences. He's like, Dude, and he would always so come bad. up to me. Like, like, if I missed one spot on my side cab or back cab, because what the truck wash was, was, you know, it, we washed semis. So, whenever I would miss a spot or something, he would come up to me, and he's like, well, trying to, I don't really want to see you getting fired, and I'm not trying to get on your ass or anything. And I'm not trying to be the bad guy or anything. It's like, dude, just tell me. Well, again, I'm not trying to get on your ass. I mean, I'll enjoy you working here. It's like, just fucking tell me. Well, you missed a spot on your side cap. And I marked it. Everything else looks good. It's like, one, did it really take you that long to tell me? And also, why the didn't you just grab a mitt and do it your damn self? If it was just a tiny little spot that could have easily been fixed, then why the hell didn't you do it? And he, another thing that would always annoy me about him was he would, instead of like soda or, you know, a drink or something, okay. or let's go get a pop. And because we would get tips for washing these truck, these truckers, yeah, we wash the truck. trucks, and we'd get some tip and stuff like that. And so, when we come in for the end of the day, we we'd either get tipped up front from the driver handing us cash, or we'd uh go to uh the front and we'd grab our tips. And so at the end of every day, freaking Trevor would be like, Gonna go get me a pop. And so one day, because I heard it every single day, I'm like, I'm just going to make fun of this kid. So I rolled in and I grabbed, it was like, what, $4 because Barb took like 90% of our tips. And we rolled in and we're like, all right, cool. We got our tips. And I'm like, hell yeah, I can't wait to go get me a pop. And I said, like, we had dude. two inbred uh, co-workers. That, oh, my God. Their names were John and John. Yeah, their they parents were, were third inbred. cousins. And, <laughs> and they were sitting there, like, kind of giggling right by us. And it was like, you don't know. You don't know the joke. <laughs> You're not. You don't. You don't understand what we're doing. So and goddamn funny. 
and we freaking laughed so hard. And dude, Braden, <laughs> Braden was another yeah. freaking character too. It, this kid was so addicted to nicotine. Him and Trevor both. Like, we'd be off of work, and we worked in the truck stop district, so we had a bunch of different little truck stops. And we had Flying J across the street. And they're like, Trevor would always come to me, like, every three days after work. He's pop. like, hey, Orrin. And go what the pods, pods were, it was those e-cigarette things, and they just attached to the bottom and blah, blah, blah. And they would hit off of those things about every single chance they could get at work. And so they burn it up by the end of the freaking day. And so Brayden and my best friend Brayden, Brayden, he had gotten a vape. Brayden Me? Olson, he got a vape. I'm in the call. And he, you got a freaking brand new vape. He filled it full of juice. And it was like half charged. And all you know is freaking Braden ran up the stairs into the loft area. Or I would put it into the bay. Yeah, and this kid Braden would freaking come into the bay where I had my vape. And I'd catch him freaking taking hits off of it. And he'd just sit there like a kid with his hand stuck in a cookie jar. Like, you little shithead, put it down. I need to hurry and put it down. And he's like, oh, sorry. I'm like, no, you're not. And then the next day, he would bring his. And it was like, really? Yeah, and then I, when I would try and hit Trevor's, Barton, it's almost dead. Hey, Orrin, you want to hit? They used to take me off. I'm like, seriously? You're such a cock. Dude, <laughs> Nate was a character too. Like you could tell when he was pissed off because. Oh my god, dude! His freaking jawline would just have a seizure. He looked like he was chewing bubble gum. <laughs> he would glitch his jaw. Are you guys satisfied with your work? We're like, well, and two, the bays were so mm-hmm. dark. Yeah, so when the trucker finally went outside, you could see what your mistake was. But you could never see it inside of the bay, so you always thought that it looked good. And it was always so hot in those bays that even if you, you know, cleaned it with the soap and everything, and you went to go wash it off, the soap was already dried. And, dude, I got so much shit for that. So did I. And then, like, when I was working, this was my last day working there. I was washing the back of the truck, and uh, usually there's a catwalk across the back, so you can access your pumps and stuff like that. And so this dude had taken that catwalk off and it was super, he put one of those super nice like slick platforms 
that if you get wet, you freaking fall like a cartoon. Well, that like happened to cartoon. me. And so I'm, I was stepping off of it. <laughs> yeah, freaking Bugs Bunny <laughs> slipping on a freaking banana. Peter Griffin falling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, that's more <laughs> like what happened. And so what had happened was I was washing the back of that truck. And usually there's a step right there. And so I braced myself for the step. And my freaking boot, we had to wear muck boots in the area so we didn't get our <laughs> socks and shoes wet and whatever. And so, <laughs> and so my foot slid beneath the gas tank in the frame and I fell backwards and I felt my ankle pop and I'm like, I screamed shit at the top of my lungs. They're like, hey, what? watch your mouth. I'm like, I just fell off the back of the truck. And freaking Nate comes running in. Like, yep. to the Very rescue, well. like, you came by my side, Braden, you're like, you good, man? And I'm like, yeah, I just, I think I broke my ankle. And as soon as I yelled, oh, shit, I just, I damn near broke my ankle. Freaking Nate runs in, like, freaking Dwayne The Rock Johnson and freaking Baywatch, freaking slow-mo. I'm like, what the hell? Freaking, uh, um, David so, Hasselhoff. I... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was referencing the new freaking Baywatch. Seen the old, but yeah, <laughs> bet the both world. <laughs> but Nate, he gets me. It was our manager, by the way. Well, I slide off the back of the truck. Yeah, Nate's our manager, and I slid off the. I got myself off, and I was sitting on the step, and. Nate, he grabs my, he puts me over his shoulder. He's like, you good, man? I'm like, dude, no, I think I seriously broke my ankle. And so he sits me on the AC unit and he starts running around like his, with the chicken. Like he's trying to search for cut off. Like he's talking. surgery supplies, like a first aid kit. And he, he went and talked to all the crew to ask if they saw anything. They're like, orange just slipped in behind his, the cab and like bent his ankle in and he's like okay okay so he runs inside calls clark or the head manager of the whole truck wash and he comes out and he's like so clark said you could go home do you think you can work i'm like no my freaking ankle swole swelling up like the size of a golf freaking softball and so what uh, he's like all right go get changed and you're off the clock i'm like okay Keep in mind, the lock was above the office. So I had to hop on one foot all the way up to the freaking loft, change into one boot, get down the stairs again. Then we had this shitty-ass head freaking receptionist. Her name was Barb. I always hated that. And I was... I was... Oh, good Lord, so did I after freaking... I, she said that she, she's like just walk on it I'm like I broke my ankle she's like so you can walk on it I'm like you don't no I can't fuck off and so I sit on the AC unit and I hop I'm like bracing myself for the freaking mile and a half jump to my truck no 
and I was gonna say you come over you come over to the AC unit AC unit and you're like, okay, here I'll help you out to your truck. And I'm like, all right. And Nate let you go over there because I was your ride and stuff like that. And you were waiting with me and my parents. And I call my parents. I'm like, hey, I just damn near broke. I broke my ankle. I need to go to the hospital. And so you wait. My dad's jumped in my truck. And just that whole freaking time, I was like, God damn it. I fucking broke my ankle. But that that whole situation was so shit, dude. <laughs> I remember just watching it, too. Fuck. I mean, I just saw it happen in slow motion. Everyone was kind of like, like they kind of saw it happen too. And, you know, you could just see the smart come off of everyone's fucking dumbass faces. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I knew immediately that something was wrong. Well, usually when I hurt myself, I try to laugh. <laughs> it off didn't work that time. No, it didn't. And so, like, I was start like to panic because my ankle was fucking swollen, swelling up, and everyone's like, they made dumbass remarks, which made it worse because when you stress yourself out and you have an mm-hmm. injury, it hurts it worse. And like, just you only showing concern pissed me off because like, if anyone else were to get hurt, it would be a surrounding area. Like, what happened? Are you okay? You need medical attention. And the, the shit you got the rest uh, of the freaking time you worked there. Tell them how you got fired. Oh, dear. So, we had this uh, newcomer come in. And he took over my shift of back cab. And that's when I really uh, moved on to side cab. And so, you know, I was kind of teaching him what I was taught, you know, like do this and this and all that stuff. And he was doing pretty good. Well, you know, uh, the receptionist, Barb, we never liked her. No one ever did. I mean, the head manager, Clark, that owned the entire goddamn truck wash, even didn't like her. But it seemed like everyone was too scared of her. So, you know, I was always raised, if you're not going to show me respect, I'm not going to show it back. So I was finally pissy one day. Orin wasn't at work, so I didn't really have anyone to talk to. And my coworkers were just pissing me off. And I remember Matt, he would sit there and sing those songs. Water on Red Solo Cup. Yep. Match up the hell up. <laughs> yeah. So he was annoying the shit out of me. Just in a pissy mood. And we were about to lock up. And Nate was like, Olsen, can you go inside and uh, clean up the bathrooms while uh, Trevor cleans the office or the uh, you know, wipe everything down while Trevor uh, vacuums. 
So I was like, all right. So I started wiping everything down. You know, Barb was just giving me the stink eye the whole goddamn time. And she was just being bitchy about everything. She was saying that, like, you know, you could use more than one wipe because I wiped down one table. And she was like, you know, you could use uh, more than one wipe on a table. And I just kind of brushed it off. And I put the wipes down. And I was going to go back into the bay. And the wipes go into the women's bathroom. And to keep in mind, Barb sucks at her job. There would be a whole line of truckers outside, and she would not close down any of the bays or anything. And they'd mostly just be sitting out there complaining because she'd be asleep or just sitting on her iPad. So she really did not do much, and she stole our tips. And so, I mean, I already hated her to begin with. So I set the wipes down, and I walked into the bay. And as I opened the door, she was like, are you going to put the wipes back in the women's bathroom? And she said it in the bitchiest way ever. And I was like, you know what, Barb? You're a woman. You can do it. And I closed the door. Well, as soon as I closed the door, the intercom comes on. Friend, get your ass back in the office. And everyone was just like, what the hell? Like, uh-oh, Barb is pissed off. So I went back in there. I was like, yes, Barb. And she's like, what was with the attitude? I was like, you're one to talk. If you're not going to show me fucking respect, I'm not going to show it either. You're always having a bitchy attitude. You're always stealing my goddamn tips. I come here every single day and work my ass off. I really don't need your attitude every single day. She just looked at me in disbelief because she's never heard of it from any other coworker there. Because everyone was like too scared to say anything. Like she was Satan. But I freaking I had enough of it. And you already know me. I have no filter. I don't care who you are. I do not have a filter. I will speak my goddamn mind. Well, then. You know, I work the next week, and I end up don't coming in for Saturday because I didn't have a ride. Well, here's – no, wait. This was like a couple months – like, this was like two weeks yeah, after I had my foot. So, you know, I kind of filled in for you too, Orn. I kind of did some of your job too just to keep things rolling. And so I end up not coming in on Saturday and fucking Barb was working. Well, I tried calling in and I said, Hey, I'm not going to be able to come in today. I do not have a ride whatsoever. I've tried everything. Um, when I come in for Monday, I'll explain more. And so, and then I could hear Barb's voice. Okay. I'll tell Nate. And I was like, so, I come in on Monday, and before I can even get up, like, even walk through the door, Nate runs out of one of the bays, stops me, he's like, where were you on Saturday? 
Well, I called in. Well, he also uh, too. He also yeah, because I got a ride from my buddy Neto, and he waved down Neto. And as soon as he waved down Neto, I knew then and there I was fired. And, uh, you know, and I was actually starting to get a bond with Nate. Every time I was waiting for my ride after work, he'd sit there and wait till I got picked up. And me and him would sit there and talk. He told me stories about when he was in high school and all this stuff. And I was actually starting to see Nate as a friend. Well, I come in for work, and he waves down Neto, and I was like, fuck, I'm screwed. He's like, so where were you on Saturday? Like, well, I called in, and I said that I told her that I wasn't going to be able to come in because I didn't have a ride, and I tried everything. And he's like, yeah, he starts clenching his jaw like he's freaking pissed. And he's like, well, sorry, bud, but you're done. I was like, wait. I'm fired. He's like, yep. And he just walked away without saying another word. So I just hopped in Neto's truck and Neto immediately knew. He was like, you got fired, huh? I was like, yep. And that was like the quietest ride home I've ever been in. And, you know, to this day, I'm, Still glad that I got fired because, one, I mean, yeah, it was decent pay, but I should have been getting a lot more from how hard I was working and how many trucks we brought in. And also, it didn't help. Like, I was I was about to put in my two weeks, so I was about to quit that job anyways. And, you know, it sucked to hear those words, you know, you're fired, I'd rather have put my two weeks in, but I'm just glad I'm off of that job. Yeah, it's... That... There was... Oh, man. And then you had the freaking meth head with the freaking Mustang. His Mustang was so sweet, though. They said it had, like, 20 grand underneath the hood. But smoke yeah. like a freaking freight train, dude. And remember when it was storming and me and you were so freaking pissed off we had to go to work. So one day when we went into work, we were driving, and Nate was like, "If there's five people upstairs, you guys don't have to work." And so we came in, and like, are you working today? When we, we both just upstairs. scanned the room like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and Terminator, and. We counted people like one, two, three, four. Yeah, five, we're like deuces, and we just went and got freaking food. We're like, fuck yeah, no work. We were so goddamn happy. And then work you know had to be shut shitty down thing though, because of is huh? one of us would have had to work if there was four, and the other would. not and you know damn well it would have been me. <laughs> you would have been able to drive home, and you were my only ride, so it would have it would have been me. But yeah, they were, there was there. fun times and there was bad times there. Yeah. 
but man, you can make a whole. You can make a TV show out of that place. Television show. It was so bad. Like these kids like were legit inbreds. It was like keeping up with the Kardashians inbred edition. It was bad. But, uh, man, there was some, there was freaking dumbass truck drivers that would be like, so, you think a freaking semi-truck with those big-ass chrome pipes, exhaust pipes coming out the top looks sick? Uh Go wash one. No, keep going. You're doing great. Stacks. Freaking stacks, dude. Yeah, when that one truck came in, I don't think you were there. But I was on side cab, so I had to do the stacks. And they were fucking huge. I probably could have fit in it. I probably could have just jumped inside of that thing. And and had room to move around in. And after work, it was like one of our last trucks. So, of course, I was pissed off. We were just about to close. And then, yeah, of course, this one truck comes in and just requests a full body wash with these huge ass stacks. And, I mean, that place has been open for fucking years. And uh, the main boss, Clark, he's been working there for years. And he said, in all my years of being here, I've never seen a truck with that big of stacks. And, of course, it was the only time that I was on side cab. And it was when I just barely started working, too. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? What really pissed me off, too, is when I had to go to that concert in freaking Utah, and Nate's like, yep, no more days off. I'm like, whatever. You're not not going to lie. I was pretty pissed off at you. I was like, so I called him. I'm out here busting my ass. Well, my friend that I got this job with is out seeing a concert. You son of a bitch. I called in sick with freaking, and I'm like, I'll get you a doctor's note on Monday once I'm back. And they're like, oh, okay. And so he came in and bar or Corley. What was her name? Corley. She's like, you know, you didn't have to do that. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just wanted to cover my Corley ass. Corley was like, so oh, nice. Okay. She was a sweetheart. But I oh, wanted yeah. her to work all the time. But we'd usually get the shit yeah. end of the stick. And springtime in Idaho is either really rainy really hot and there was like a week where we just didn't have work for almost a week straight two weeks actually and Bart uh, Clark gave us a 
$200 checks to cover uh, our asses. See, everyone at that truck stop was pretty... I do miss nice. that. I do Nate miss that job once in a while, but most of the time I'm so glad I don't work there. Because, yeah, you... I mean, my grandfather always told me don't if you have a job that you love, it's not a job. If you have a job that you actually hate, then you're actually, you know, then you actually have a job working somewhere. And I mean, I kind of see it both ways. Like, yeah, I mean, a job is where you're not supposed to really enjoy it. You're just there to, you know, work and get your paycheck and clock out. But I hated that job so goddamn much that it made me want to freaking pull my hair out every freaking night. And that's why I'm just putting my teeth. Dude, and yeah, did you too? Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, I came home after my first day of work. And I just felt like a wet noodle. And you both did. You were getting smoked. We just felt like two overweight kids that have never seen a weight bar in their life. Oh, yeah. It, it was... Guys, if you ever have the opportunity to... <laughs> work at a truck wash, don't do it. It was it's terrible, man. But let's get into some ghost stories. We've rambled about freaking truck wash for too long. Yeah, we what I've noticed with this podcast is me and you get sidetracked so easily. Like, we say that we're going to talk about a topic, and then we do not talk about the topic. No, we just... Like, we said in our last episode that we were going to talk about uh, conspiracy and ghost stories. I mean, we said, like, one cons- some, like one thing about conspiracy and started talking about serial killers. And then we jumped, tried jumping into ghost stories. And no, we tried first jumping into ghost stories and then it just dove into conspiracy theories. And then by the time we were going to jump into ghost stories, we didn't have any time. Uh, But so like my favorite ghost story, I'm not a huge believer in ghosts, but I do believe there is a paranormal being. I know that you've told me that you've been possessed, so how about you tell that story? Nah. <laughs> uh, maybe later on in the podcast. Once we yeah, get to know you guys then better. And I'll talk about it. But what we, uh, one of my favorite stories is just the story of John Hancock and Deadwood. 
and how everyone's kind of gone to that, like, ghost adventures and ghost hunters and stuff like that when they went to it. It kind of, because I've been to Deadwood, it's a super cool and super historical place, and I love it. But when they, like, when I was watching the TV show Ghost Adventures and they made Aaron sit in the freaking seat where John Hancock died and <laughs> freaking he got the shit end of the stick. Yeah, that made me laugh. My I always off. laugh while I'm watching Ghost Adventures because they always throw Aaron into the freaking bear traps. Dude, Aaron gets a shit yeah, end but of the I, stick. He get, I'm sure he gets paid the most for it. Besides Zach. But, yeah, I just love the story of Jan, John Hancock. and just I like Western. I like the one that they that did with, uh, uh, it's either uh, Buffalo Bill or whatever. I like that one. Yeah. Where some dude was shot during a poker thing. That comes out with, yeah, that's yeah, uh, Bill Haircut. That comes out with a blank gun, yeah, and shoots one off. Of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one I was freaking talking about. It's like poor Aaron, dude. <laughs> freaking, I'm gonna look God up. Damn uh, it! Gonna look up a ghost but, story, and we'll end the podcast with a spooky story. But keep saying what you're talking about while I find one. Oh, man. And uh, I went to Vegas a couple years ago to to go to a car show. And so in Vegas, it has Zach Bagan's haunted collection. And so we went in there and it was freaking awesome. It had like uh, the pot that Ed Gein like cooked his corpse's heads in and stuff like that. I think I said that in my last podcast too. And it had a, there was dolls and stuff like that. Cause he has, he's scared of dolls, but he has. Uh, that's why I'm afraid of dolls too. I hate that shit. I, I it's just like the room. And, uh, and it's like those realistic ones. Oh, yeah, dude. Freaking. And uh, I follow Zach Beggins on Instagram. And he has a. Uh, he bought the dude's Camaro from the Waco massacre and I didn't get to see it but it he has all sorts of stuff he has like the Kansas City butchers uh
Can you hear me? Hello? All right. or something during this episode. Uh, if I try to search up a ghost story or something like that, uh, it, you know. All right, hold on. Let me... Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll just do um, hold up. So, all right, let's do uh, let's do the conjuring. So if you don't know what The Conjuring is, it's about the... Fine, I won't do that one. I just... Hold on. Breeders Digest. Hello. Uh, This... Podcast is going to be all over the place. We just lost connection. Yeah. Hurry and finish it off with a story. All right. Stroke. So, uh, this is actually going to be a legit ghost story. So, me and my parents took a trip up to Washington, D.C. for my one of my dad's work trips. And so, when we, we were up there, my mom started seeing, like, ghost tours and stuff like that. We're like, oh, okay, this will be cool. And so we went up to, uh, we took this ghost tour and they were, we, they took us around the city and stuff like that. And they took us near the park in, uh, Washington near the white house and stuff like that. It used to be a graveyard. Mm. And so we kind of started walking around more and more and stuff like that. And we got to this spot and it's, were a bunch of sol- uh, soldiers had been buried back in the day mm-hmm. and my mom went to go take a picture of the scenery and her camera was fully charged like she was prepared for it to take some cool shots of the buildings at night and stuff like that so she went to go click a picture and her said it said her battery was died uh, had died I'm like well, don't you have a spare? She's like, yeah, I always carry a spare. So she puts in her spare and she starts to try and click again. And it says your battery has died again. And I'm like, well, that's weird. So my mom takes out her camera on her phone and she starts taking pictures. And you can see there was a little bit, a little silhouette of a man. It, it was a Vietnam soldier because you could tell by the way the uniform looked and it was crystal clear and it had the jungle camo and stuff like that. And my mom took the picture, just the scenery. She clicked the picture and you could see that man perfectly. 
and she took down the picture like she looked down real quick and it was gone so she looked at her picture and she saw a bunch of orbs in the back of the picture and so she zoomed in and she saw that man it was the weirdest thing on the planet dude that's creepy but uh yeah we that whole ghost tour was crazy like they took us to the actual steps from the exorcist Mm. where she crawled uh, backwards on. Mm. Yeah, that was... You can feel how daunting that was. I actually pulled up a whole list of the places they took us. Um, They took us, yeah, the Exorcist uh, Steps. Um, Yeah, they took us around the White House. America's most famous address is also one of the most haunted. Dolly Madison is supposedly a regular 170 years after her death. The most famous spirit rattling about the house through is probably Abraham Lincoln. Uh, the U.S. Cap. Yeah, they took us to the Capitol. Um, yeah, they took us to Thomas Jefferson's memorial. My mom tried to take pictures over there and the camera would not work. It was so crazy. Dang. It was uh it was really weird. Um we'll probably end the podcast with one of my ghost stories. So well I'll I'll give two. So um, I used to live at my grandparents when I was growing up and they had a two story house and me and my sister both had bedrooms on the top and I was, you know, I was arguing with my sister how siblings do and well, it was upstairs and I was sitting there arguing with her and she just all of a sudden stopped and she went to run downstairs but as soon as she hit the middle step it just all turned black like just a black mass and it just booked it down the stairs and I was, you know I was just a kid so I was like what the hell and then my sister comes out of her room pulling her hair up She's like, what the hell are you screaming at? Well, whatever I was screaming at was not my sister. Yeah, the dude, that's the... Like, growing up, like, I never really, you know, I never really dove into it because I was a kid. So I didn't really know what to think about it. But as I go older, it just, it gets creepier just to think about it. Yeah, dude, my freaking mom got it. So my mom's best friend, she got uh, her like, so my mom, one of my mom's favorite movies is The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she had a, her friend had someone make her a little uh, Raggedy Ann doll, what the Annabelle movie was based off of. Mm-hmm. And my mom, plain as day, heard you who 
and my mom's like, what the hell? And so she, it creeped her out because she, no one was in the house. I was asleep and stuff like that. And my mom was like, okay, what the hell? And uh, my dad, or the second time my mom was getting ready for work, and my dogs just start going off. And like, you know when a dog gets like protective of its territory, the hair on the back of its back just starts freaking going up. Yeah, yeah. my dogs started barking at and they started backing away like backwards to get away from whatever it was. Yeah, it was freaking insane. Then my dad heard Ricky playing his day coming outside. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was with uh, my buddy Neto and Oren found this one place that was, it was like a little cabin and then a little shed right next to it where he took pictures at of his truck. Well, one night me and my buddy, buddy Neto and his ex-girlfriend went over there and kind of looked around. Well, in that tool shed was a... Uh, pentagram. It was a pentagram. And it wasn't like one of those... You know, normal spray painted like kids messing around. No, it had like weird symbols all around it, and you could see like blood stains, and there was cloth all around it, and everything. It was weird, and also in the house and the upstairs, there's a cat that is literally like split in half, and it's just a creepy ass place so we went there one night and so we went into that shed and we were looking at the pentagram and everything and we were walking out of it and we see the shadow move across the tool shed so we book it back to the truck and we were leaving and as soon as we pulled out of the driveway and we hit the dirt road I look to my right and all I see is this figure standing up. It looked like it was wearing like normal clothing, but it had a, like, like a white handkerchief over its head, like a pillowcase or something over its head with no eye holes cut out or, you know, no holes cut out for it to see anything. And I was like, like I said out loud, I was like, what the hell is that? And as soon as I said it, it like pretty much like dropped. Like it like dropped to its knees. And I was like, nope, that don't fucking gas it. And he's like, why? I was like, I tell, I'll tell you as soon as we get out of there. But it was weird. I saw it plain as day. Like I honestly thought it was a teenager messing with us, but. I mean, like I said, there was no, like, eye holes cut out of it or anything. It was just a white sheet over its head, and it just dropped, not like a human should have. It was creepy. Yeah, oh, man. Screw that. Yeah, man. <laughs> it was...
so after we took my truck pictures, remember, we went back because we wanted to explore it. And mm-hmm. we were walking around there and we went in, uh, like, we went in packs, like me, you, and Nettle, we went and saw the uh, pentagram. And then we went into the barn and then we're like, okay, whatever. And then Kenzie, Chloe, and Dawson started screaming at the top of their lungs saying, go, go, go. We're like, why? They're like, there's someone in the house. And so this house has been abandoned for like, Lord knows how long. It You can tell it's been run down and destroyed. Mm-hmm. And we're like, why, why, why are we leaving? Why are we leaving? We're, we're chilling. It's okay. They're like, we need to go. Someone's in the house. We're like, no one's here. And they, they're like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yeah, we need to go. Because I remember I had my truck and it was your truck or Neto's truck. And we, we were just like that. We need to go because that same black mass you were talking about was walking up into the freaking top of the roof. In those mm. windows, I'm like, yeah, no, hell no. Well, yeah, there's a lot of spooky shit that's gone in there. I mean, there's clothes everywhere, and there's weird stains everywhere, and it just like I really want to go explore that house one of these nights, but I mean, it is just it's creepy. Yeah. But on that note, I think. Uh, think we're gonna end the podcast here sorry it was all over the place i mean i lost connection and it kicked me out because i was trying to look at stories to tell so uh again uh go to youtube and subscribe to truck talks and also backwards entertainment uh we try and push out a new episode on this podcast every single night so stay tuned. Uh, follow us if you are listening on Spotify so you know when we come out with new episodes. Um, if you want to email us or text us on our social medias, we link those in our last episode. So contact us if you want us a, a certain topic you want to talk to us about or any questions you have for us. We'll answer them in the podcast, but Anyways, ladies and gents, uh, this has been Kicking It With The Hicks. I'm Braden. I'm Orrin. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Adios.